Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. A really interesting, wild, upside-down weekend in the NFL with our guy, the one and only Ty Dunn. He joins me now on the program. Uh, Mr. Dunn, you are a writer. You are an entrepreneur. You are you have your own website, and you are graciously making time for us here on the program. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate you. Hey, it is a pleasure and an honor. Oh, and an author. Right here, Bill. So thank you. I forgot author. Uh, you can subscribe at golongtd.com to get Ty's really incredible work. Great stuff. Ty, what a weird weekend, man. Um, you've got... The Niners going down. You've got the Eagles going down. Is there for you, I mean, I know the Dolphins won, but the Panthers look like a real football team for a little bit. Is there any overarching takeaway that we can or should or should avoid drawing from this weekend? Ooh, I think that, you know, in terms of the the Niners, if you really take it team by team, it was ugly. I mean, that game... I'm sure it'll be branded as this old-school, gritty, grimy game. If you actually watched it, it was disgusting. I mean, the officiating was terrible from the uh, – I mean, b- b- both sides, really, uh, from the intentional grounding that was really a fumble all the way to the end, all the way to P.J. Walker, for some reason, throwing the ball when he could have – no, eaten, eaten seconds off the clock. It was bad. I mean, Kyle Shanahan's demons even returned from the uh, the Super Bowl as the Falcons OC. <laughs> throw, throw, throw. I, I, I feel like the Niners are who they always have been. I mean, they, when you take away Debo Samuel, when you take away Christian McCaffrey, Trent Williams for a stretch, it, it just changes everything, especially when you're going against the Jim Schwartz defense. So that's the danger. If, if they're healthy and all of the, the Pistons are firing in that Kyle Shanahan offense, like it, it can work. Brock Purdy – it's kind of forcing us to rethink the position in that offense, but you know, a few guys go down and that's what you see. So I, I have a hard time just rushing to conclusions and saying like, this team isn't any good or that team's not a real contender. It's such a long season. It's, it's 18 weeks, 17 games. You're going to have ups and downs. The Rams didn't even win a game in the month of November a couple of years ago when they won the Super Bowl. So yeah, I'm trying not to rush the conclusions to answer your question. 
Uh, Ty Dunn, we named, we were talking earlier on the show about the five, five and one teams that now stand atop the NFL in terms of record. And I guess I didn't properly, not guess, I did not properly respect the Lions in my conversation because I noted, ah, they're never very successful in the long run. And one of our callers called in from Detroit said, no, no, man, slow down. We're, we're elite. We're the real deal. You are an impartial observer of this. What is the likelihood you think that the Detroit Lions really are in the sense they can compete for a Super Bowl and elite football team this year? Oh, I, I, I've been there, man. I, I'm all in on Dan Campbell, the Detroit Lions. Uh, I think I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, Did they, you really? They just feel it. Yeah, you can feel nice. it out there. It's, it's, they've really spent three years seeking exactly what they want, like the type of player they want, one through 90, right, even in the offseason. They, they know exactly the kind of temperament off the field, somebody who is going to you know, face that fourth down moment, two minutes left, and, and plow through that moment as opposed to cower and, and, you know, crawl into the fetal position. Like, they, they know how to find that kind of personality. And then schematically, it's not like Dan Campbell is a caveman. I mean, he's taken the chances you've got to take in 2023. He's got an offensive coordinator in Ben Johnson who is, is going to be a head coach, who has every answer for every question and, and, and is kind of in that Mike McDaniel vein. It seems like he's inventing stuff out there week to week. And Jared Goff, as we've talked about many times over, is a legitimate Super Bowl quarterback. He's been there. He's done it. He wasn't just collateral damage in that trade. I think Brad Holmes kind of knew what he had all along. He was with the Rams in their personnel department. So uh, it, it's been building for three years, and I, I think that they're mentally tough, physically tough. And that Craig Reynolds block on Carlton Davis, by the way, he is a he, he's a bad, bad man in his own regard, Carlton Davis. So to do that to him says a lot. I mean, that, that was everything Dan Campbell says every day to that team brought to life. Uh, talking to Ty Dunn, the founder of Go Long. Ty, obviously the Patriots have a lot of problems. Is Bill Belichick one of those problems? I think so. I, I think you got to separate Bill Belichick, uh, the, the coach, from Bill Belichick, the personnel evaluator. And these bad drafts have just kind of added up. And over, it's nothing new. I mean, we, they, they haven't necessarily drafted well for years and years and years, even when they were winning Super Bowls. It's just you, know, you don't have Tom Brady. And you don't have a lot of the veterans they've lost over the years. And Mac Jones is just broken. It seems beyond repair. This is what you see. And I, somebody has to be held accountable. And Robert Kraft is he, – he he's, he's a smart owner, obviously. He's looking around the NFL – and he sees what a lot of these other coaches are doing, a lot of these other coordinators are doing, like Bobby Slowick in Houston, Ben Johnson in Detroit, hell, Dave Canales in Tampa. I, this is where the game is going. You, you need to innovate on offense. Be at the cutting edge. L- look at the skill set of a player and just maximize that as opposed to just call a play. And if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, I, I think that they will make that move to move on from Bill Belichick at this rate. I, I don't know how he how he couldn't, and whether it's a resign, whether it's a trade, who knows? And it's crazy to say out loud, but it's been th- this is his penance, Bill Belichick, right? <laughs> for for D Ford jumping off sides, for Kyle Shanahan in the Super Bowl with the Falcons, for Pete Carroll not giving the ball to Marshawn Lynch. Like, this, this is it's all kind of coming to a head. And, you know, I guess Patriot fans just got to live with it. 
Ty, I know it only takes one owner or one GM to make a decision to give somebody a job or an opportunity or, or pull off a trade. So it only takes one. But but to what degree do you think there will be a fervent or otherwise market for Bill Belichick's services if he is not the coach of the mm-hmm. Patriots? Man, that's a good question. I, I, I think that there will be a market. I mean, we're talking about the greatest coach of all time. And you can talk yourself into Bill Belichick still being the greatest coach if you're a, an owner with a team in a completely different situation, complete, completely different personnel. I mean, it's the name alone, the cachet alone. I mean, the, the business side of it all makes a ton of sense, obviously. But I, I think there'd be somebody out there. I, I don't know how there couldn't be. But there, there's just so many franchises that have been wandering in the wilderness for years and decades that I, not one jumps at the top of my head, but there's, there's going to be a suitor if it gets to that point. Uh, talking to Ty Dunn here on the show. Ty, let me ask you a question I, I asked earlier of the audience, and it, it does center around Bryce Young. Right? That's sort of where it comes from, but I don't want it to just be Bryce Young specific. When you draft a quarterback in the NFL draft high in the first round, which means you had a bad football team the year before, how long do you think you need in general, if you play that guy, to make an evaluation about whether or not you've made a mistake? It's Honestly, the story we have up right now, quarterback to the future, it kind of hits that point where I spent a week in Houston Talk to a lot of people in Carolina. Talk to a lot of people in Indy just trying to figure out, okay, you, you turn in a card, you find your quarterback, you're excited about your quarterback, but I think everything that happens that point forward matters almost as much, if not way, way more than your decision to take you know, player X over player Y. And so C.J. Stroud and Bobby Slowick and everything cooking in Houston, I mean, they've got such a good thing going. And I think it, it speaks to C.J. Stroud's ability to fit within their doing, hitting the back foot exactly when that receiver is getting out of his break. Everything's in tune. Bobby Sloak told me it's almost like the Bill Walsh offense is back with that timing. And, and how you get there is different with your motion and, and all the different window dress you do before the snap. Uh, but it, it's just been a perfect fit. And I think if Bryce Young was, like, in that situation, he'd probably be kind of doing the same stuff. I'll tell you what, there's a lot of frustration in Carolina with people in the building, uh, with what Frank Reich's doing with the offense, at least going into this past game. And I know people went to Frank Reich, went to the coaches, and expressed that frustration. They, they want to see Bryce Young's talent maximized, and that he's handling so much at the line of scrimmage with protections and hots. And, you know, he's doing way more pre-snap than Stroud and Richardson was, which is great because he's so smart, but it's almost – coming at a cost where he he hasn't been able to just play and rip it and do what he did at Alabama. I think he saw some of that this past game against Miami. It looked like there was you know some changes to what they're doing offensively, a little more up-tempo. Uh, but I, I think, yeah, you've got to give him a weapon, and you've got to get Austin Corbett back at guard and maybe pay up for another guard and you know, innovate your offense. It's It's really hard to just see a quarterback five, six games in and say, he doesn't have it because it would not surprise me whatsoever if Bryce Young in 2024 is a top 12 quarterback. Oh, wow. So, you, so you're so you not – I mean, that's good to hear because we don't have patience, right? And we do, and I'm, I'm a part of this. We react so quickly. You think it's way too soon. I started to see that this morning in some of the coverage out there, way too soon 
to start to raise the alarm about Bryce Young being a bust? Unless there is a fatal flaw. I mean, he's tiny. He just kind of disappears out there, right? It's He doesn't have the elite, like, elusiveness of a Lamar Jackson or just that, that bullish strength of a young Josh Allen to kind of just get away from that rush. Um, so that, that's, that's the unknown. I, I don't think seeing the field is, is really a problem. Uh, from what I've heard, you know, people there in Carolina, he's seen everything fine. But at the same time, like, he's slight of frame. Like, those hits are going to add up. So that, that could be a fatal flaw. I mean, that, that's a huge caveat. That, that's why everything that they do has got to be with Bryce Young in mind. I mean, look at Drew Brees. He's six foot nothing. They didn't necessarily pay up for a lot of tackles over the year. I mean, they, they paid up to get the best guards in football. Jari Evans, Carl Nix. I mean, Jari Evans will be in the Hall of Fame. As long as he kind of had that depth of pocket, uh, he, he was able to see the field. He could kind of shrug off guys to the side and like, step up. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Carolina tried to follow a similar blueprint. And, and then they, why wouldn't you? You gave up everything for him. You gave up DJ Moore. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a little much to say he's going to be one of the best quarterbacks next year, but I think it's so silly to, to call him a bust, to give up on him. We just haven't seen it. He, he's in a totally different situation than C.J. Stroud is. Ty, we've got the Browns winning games without Deshaun Watson. We've got the Bengals on the march again, and Joe Burrow looks a lot more like himself. Who do you think is going to win the AFC North? Ooh, I like that question. That's uh, oh, man, I I would say the Steelers before watching the Bengals yesterday, and just because I feel like Mike Tomlin, he's bare minimum, you know they're going to hover around five hundred. And, gosh, everybody wants Matt Canada fired. It's insane. I've never seen anything quite like this with a coordinator. I mean, they're chanting at the Pittsburgh Penguins games. So <laughs> it can only get better. Right? It can only get better for the offense out of the bye. Uh, but then you watch the Bengals, and, yeah, the offense wasn't wasn't very good after those first two drives. What did they have, like like 80-some yards the rest of the game? But, man, Lou Anarumo's defense, that is exactly how – they got to one Super Bowl. How they really should have got to another Super Bowl. Third downs, red zone, you know, one minute left. It's just they they step up when they absolutely need it. And Sam Hubbard was just a monster. They had like 13 quarterback hits and all. Um, that that was the Cincinnati Bengals defense we've seen the last couple of years. So if they're playing like that, they can steal some wins. The offense will figure itself out. Joe Burrow, he's moving. A little better. The fact that they're three and three into their bye, I think they're thrilled because it looked like this season was getting away from them very, very fast just a couple weeks ago. Ty Dunn, the founder of Go Long. You can subscribe at golongtd.com. He's the author of The Blood and Guts, How Ty Dunn Say Football. He's on Twitter at Ty Dunn. Ty, as always, buddy, great stuff. Love the work you're doing. Thank you for coming on and talking a little football with us. Yes, sir. Anytime, man. Thank you so much for having me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 